Thank you for joining the Girl Gold Podcast with your host, Valencia Manning. This podcast is about relationships and marriages. We will explore the ups and downs of pain and healings that women go through in relationships. Girl Goat is here to help you grow to your greatness. On this podcast, we will have real conversations with real people discussing topics such as rejection, abandonment, and infidelity. Let me know what you think of the GOAT, the Girl GOAT podcast, with your host, Valencia Manning. Welcome to the Girl Go Podcast. Today is a special day. We have some awesome guests with us today. We're getting a two-for-one married and entrepreneurs. Today's topic is married and in business together. I have Mr. Brian and Antoinette Haygood with us today. They will be celebrating 10 years of marriage this fall, and they have two beautiful children. In addition to this, They are the co-founders of the Breakdown app, a social media network focused on connecting people with shared experiences around the arts while learning the backstories to your favorite artists. This mobile app is slate to launch in the coming months. How do you guys feel about that? Excited. (laughs) I like the way it rolled off your tongue, you know? You've been working on this for a while now. So it's great to kind of hear that L word, that launch word, you know? Well, look, I'm so excited. I'm glad that you all are giving Girl Goat the opportunity to interview you, you know, before Google and Apple call you guys. (laughs) Thank you for having us. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. We appreciate the opportunity. So let's jump right on into the topic, married and in business together. So whose idea was the breakdown app? So I'll go ahead and jump out there and say it was my idea. It was. But I'll preface my response by saying that the project wouldn't be where it is without Antoinette. She's the realist to my dreamer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've used her as a sounding board, you know, to kind of test some of my theories and wild ideas. And she's quick to pull me down and test those theories. But I think we balance each other out really well. Yeah, it all stems from a random conversation, just talking about our ideas and really kind of debriefing on television and just different things we're watching during the pandemic, you know, during quarantine and even before then. And it just stemmed from there. And it was his idea, but we just took it and we ran with it. What is so beautiful is when an entrepreneur has someone, especially in marriage, that they can bounce those ideas off of. Girl Gold is all about bringing us to our greatness. And it's about relationships. And I myself was in a very toxic relationship. So when I talk to couples that's in healthy relationships and doing things that I dreamed about doing, and entrepreneurs are already in a world of their own. Very true. <laughs> so when you have that person that you can connect with, that you can bounce those ideas off of, and like he said, bring you to their reality, because we can flow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> we need we need that. So it's just such a blessing to be in marriage and to have your dreams come true. I mean, you got a two for one, Brian. I don't know if you know that. Right. I would have to agree. We got we, look. She got some intellect going, and she got some beauty at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so Brian, it was his idea. He ran it by you, bounced the ideas off of you. You came into agreement, 
and kind of pulled it together for him. Were you guys on the same path at the same time when it was time to come out with the ideas? Or was he kind of pulling you faster than what you wanted to do, where it should go? Initially, I would say it was moving a little fast for me, only because, like you said, I'm the realist. And at times I can be a little bit slower to the jump because I think through everything to the fault sometimes of overthinking. He, on the other hand, was ready to run. And I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know. I don't know. But then as he began running and I jogged along and we got to this point where we were on the same path, I believe. And it just seemed that everything was falling into place and going along. And it just seemed as if it was the right timing for certain things to happen. So it was like, all right. So then we're on the same page and able to get to the same point. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's beautiful because I know we can, you know, we can run ahead. You know, we like, look. (laughs) Uh, 50% of it done. I do the other 50 once this gets started. <laughs> right, right. And then the thing is, it's good to have that identification, that self-identification to know as the dreamer and as the one who's really ready that you're running with it. And that's good awareness. But it's kind of like having to pull him back and say, but we don't have to do everything all at point A, you know, yes. and trying to get to point Z, but pace it out in a way. Yes. Absolutely. And I think it was also easier for you when I shared the vision right and just really laid it out because of course as a visionary you kind of say look let me go ahead and just run with it in my head Mm -hmm. but I have to let you into that idea at the same time and kind of say hey look this is the timeline that we have set if we reverse engineer it this lets us know that look this is the right time and then also I'm a visual learner I need to see things written down so when he's like saying this is the idea. I think we should go with this. Okay, that sounds good, but let's see what it looks like on paper. Right. And so again, that way we can be in that same space. I really, really understand that because it's so crazy. And I know that we can understand the craziness. And it's funny when we're dealing with another person that doesn't see the vision and you're trying to explain, I, you know, let me tell you this. Let me just sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> I get rid of a lot of people <laughs> doing things for me because they can't see the vision of what, where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And I get frustrated. Like you say, Antoinette, you're visual. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it out to you. I can see it, but mm-hmm. I can't articulate right. it. Mm-hmm. When you get it and you, boy, I feel so happy when the other person get it. I be like, yes. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. And That's right. Us being in business as a married couple, it was a testament to good communication, right? Yes. Just mm-hmm. taking a step back, slowing down and saying, hey, look, let me really speak to your mm-hmm. communication language, right. Right? how yes. you understand and interpret what's being brought to you. I love that. Not only are you saying that you got to be on point on the same page business wise, visual wise, but it even goes back to the marriage of the communication. Because mm-hmm. all the times when we think about married couples being entrepreneurs together, we always think about just the support. You know, mm-hmm. just support my dream. You know, mm-hmm. just back mm-hmm. me up. But it still goes back to those basic grounds of marriage, which right. is the communication. Have you guys gotten to the point where the time management has balanced itself out or is your everyday life, putting the business in, the kids, mm-hmm. have, have the time management balanced out yet? Are you still working on that? How's that going? I think that's always a work in progress. Right, always. You know, Antoinette's mm-hmm. giggling right now because she agrees with me, mm-hmm. but it's gotten better. At the beginning, I was a little bit all over the place. I'm working full time, right? So between my project management gig, I'm coming to see her and just like, 
throwing the latest idea that came to mind her way. And I was just hitting with a barrage of thoughts. And I think she'll be the first to tell you that that wasn't working out. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we got two little ones that are at home as well. And so she's balancing her schedule, I guess, as you can <laughs> say, and also trying to make sure that they're staying above water at the same time. So just coming with a barrage of questions wasn't the best strategy. So I had to rethink that and say, hey, look, let's kind of package those thoughts together. Mm-hmm. And not really schedule a time, but just yes. be more discretionary, yes. thoughtful yes. about those moments. Yes. And just respect her mental space and say, I can't just drive her crazy with all these crazy <laughs> ideas. You right. know, <laughs> just because they're running around in my head doesn't mean yes. they're running in her head. I have a content writer and I have an editor. And for me, I have thoughts all the time. I had to ask them, okay, look, what's your working hours? Because my working hours <laughs> is all the time. And I'm right. always coming up with something. So I find myself writing a lot. I have to write those ideas down. And I find myself when I write, I can analyze more when I write. Mm-hmm. And then I can shoot them those thoughts together. And they so good. They'll put those thoughts together. Like I got a good team now. And a good team awesome. is what you need. And so yes. like you were saying, you you were writing, you're writing it down when you come up with it. And that's what Brian had to go through also was kind of making that list. So then when he would come to me, he'd say, all right, so I've got some things to go over. And it was really helpful because trying to balance it all and you know how it is with kids and just with life, you know, yes. trying to make sure that you get everything in as you can. But that balance and, and knowing that you can go to them when, yes. you, when you're ready, but with yes. the list instead of one thought at a time. Let me ask you this, because this is the first time I actually had a married couple with the other person not being an entrepreneur, not having an entrepreneur spirit. How do you maintain the frustration? A few of my strengths are listening and being supportive. So I'll listen and then I will think before I say, no, I don't think we should go that way. Or, yeah, I think that's great. But it's being that I never want to dash his dream. I never want to dash anybody's dream, but especially not his. But his dream is my dream. So whatever he wants to build is something that we can build together in order to build and flourish as a family. So being supportive of that while keeping it realistic. I'm not an entrepreneur by nature. I will say, you know, because I I overthink. I'm not going to be like, hey, tomorrow, let's start this right now because I just want to make sure things are lined up. So it's a good balance because Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure certain things are are straight and he's going to make sure certain things are straight. And then we're able to have the whole plate together. But I'm able to not get frustrated in it because I understand what the purpose is behind it. And I support it. Being that it's something that I enjoy, you know, like the actual product and something that we can do together and see grow, then that helps too. Valencia, let me tell you, she was patient with her verbal responses. (laughs) But that nonverbal communication, <laughs> those faces. I had to give myself a hug a couple of times, <laughs> but she's been super supportive. Listening is so valuable. I throw a lot of ideas off on my friends, my circle. And I found one of my biggest problems with people listening is listening, but not engaging. I just find myself get so frustrated with those type of friends. So I say, okay, I want you to listen to me, but mm-hmm. I want you to also engage in this conversation. Because mm-hmm. if you engage with me, I know you are listening to me. <laughs> right. But you know what? It's good to establish that 
you want them to engage. Because one of the things that I've learned along the way is that sometimes when you're having a conversation where you want the person to engage or you want them to actually either give advice or just let you vent, sometimes it's good to establish that in the beginning. Because some people listen, I have a tendency at times to multitask in listening because it helps me focus better. I can't understand it. But sometimes I need something else to kind of center one part of my brain. But if you know that you want this person to look at you while you're talking to them to respond, then say, hey, I need you to engage as I'm talking to you. I think that can help people be a better listener too. Good point. And sidebar. (laughs) I'll follow that up by saying oftentimes when I do want that feedback, I'll come to you and say, hey, look, I was thinking about this and I want your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So once again, up front, letting you know my intentions. So I think that kind of helps to drive the conversation. Say, okay, let me really focus on what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you may want just to throw it out there and I just listen and take it. Sometimes we say things because we want to hear what it sounds like. I know for me, I talk things out. I may not really want a response, but I just need to hear it in order to know if that's really what I meant. So sometimes people may think that that's what you're you know, looking for. So yeah, if he says, hey, I want your thoughts. Okay, good. You want me to give you feedback and you know, take this from you. That's some good nuggets I use. And you're right. I know sometimes I can frustrate them because sometimes they can be engaging and they can give me some feedback. And I said, well, no, nah, that's not what I mean, you know. And they feel like I'm taking it out on them. And it's not, I'm not taking it out on you, like you said. And so I'm just venting at this mm-hmm. point. So just let me fly all these ideas. And so then we'll come to common ground or I'll come to an idea out of one out of those 1,000. You got to listen to all 1,000. So what advice would you guys give to a married couple that's working together on a new project? That's a good question, Valencia. Right out the gate, I'm thinking, identify each other's strengths and weaknesses. Like I said, I'm the one that is the brainstormer. I like to come up with some of these ideas. I'm an analytical person. I like to get down in the weeds sometimes, get really technical. Mm -hmm. Antoinette, not so much, but she's really great at the numbers, numbers, number one. absolutely. She's great at kind of (laughs) (laughs) testing my theories, right? And just regurgitating (laughs) what I've said to her and saying, you know, what do you really think about that? How, How do you think? this will fly. Mm-hmm. What are you really trying to say with your thoughts here? And so I think really identifying those strengths up front is important and really embrace those strengths, build off of those. I'd say the next piece of advice would be to respect each other's boundaries. Entrepreneurship is tough, as you know, and it's very time consuming. You definitely have to really be thoughtful about those times that you're approaching your partner. And just understand that they've got uh, a mental space and some boxes that they're trying to protect as well. And then make sure that you don't put the business before the marriage. You know, it's two different things. So you're working together, you're building together, but that's building together. You still have a marriage that you have to nurture and make sure that it's still growing too. It's separate. And you just making sure that you don't tie everything that you have with each other into what you're building, because then you'll start to drop some of the pieces of the marriage. We can also say be each other's support systems. Absolutely. Once again, entrepreneurship is difficult. There's a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ups and downs, peaks and valleys. So just knowing that you have somebody that you can confide in and somebody that can kind of lift you up when you need it is very, very helpful. And one thing I would add to the tip about finding your strengths creating your roles. So that way, you know what you're actually doing, who's taking the lead on this, who's taking the lead on that. And so you're able to not run over each other trying to make it work, but you know what your particular roles are within. These are issues that I've had 
and partnerships. I know it's difficult for entrepreneurs that's married and the other person don't support them. They don't see the vision. Most people in the marriage get tired of entrepreneurs because we don't care about taking the risk. That doesn't mean anything to us. And we'll keep taking it at all costs. So to talk to someone that's in a marriage and that understands that is some great nuggets. But one thing you did say that I want to go back to when you said keeping the marriage first, most people believe as entrepreneurs that we should sacrifice everything to make this dream come true. And we feel like the marriage is guaranteed. Mm -hmm. We feel like we shouldn't have to think about this because this is already set in place. Mm -hmm. I look at businesses as a baby that's being birthed. You know, we have a Mm -hmm. child and we don't put the marriage to the side. But we know we're married, but we focus on these kids, raising them to get them to a point and a level to be independent. And then at some point we come back around to the marriage and we be like, hey, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Because we don't focus all this time on these. And it's kind of how entrepreneurs look at their business. Uh They look at them as new births. Here's the thing. Even like with the children, there are oftentimes, like you said, you focus on the kids and you have them, they grow, they become independent. But then you look at your spouse and you're like, okay, now now who are you again? Like, who who are we? Mm -hmm. And so in that time, You've lost little parts of that foundation because you haven't nurtured it. So you have to take your marriage and nurture it even along with the business. So, yes, that marriage is guaranteed. We're here, but we can't take take it for granted. And so that's why you got to separate it and remember to not put everything into that business in that moment. Because if you get it and it it grows and it becomes everything you want it to be, but your marriage is no longer what you wanted it to be, then was it worth it? You got to figure out how to still put the focus on the marriage aspect so that you can be that married couple with the business, (laughs) that married couple as the entrepreneurs and not just the entrepreneurs who happen to be married. That is well said. Let me also say that the speaking role is also a strength of hers. (laughs) 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 Knowing I mean, yeah, she did that. She did. <laughs> she did that. So you worked on the time management and the scheduling of keeping everything together, trying to keep everybody on the same grounds. When you do have things and it's pulling you in different directions, because we get pulled, we're working on something else. Like you say, Brian, you're working full time. You might be focused on something else at the job. So when you do get pulled in those different directions, what's your method to calm down, to refocus mm-hmm. and regroup? Prayer. Wow. <laughs> right out the gate. Right, right? out the Straight gate. to the knees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we rely on that faith. Mm-hmm. We rely on each other. But you also just have to take a step back. Right. Take those deep breaths mm-hmm. and just say, hey, look, let's slow it down one step at a time. Mm-hmm. You don't give your best self and your best thoughts mm-hmm. whenever you're trying to approach it all at the same time. When you mentioned like having the babies and, you know, they grow and the business is like the baby. One thing I learned after having the babies was it's okay to say, hey, I need a few moments. When you're being pulled in all these different directions, we can say, hey, listen, I need to lock myself in the room for a few minutes. You know, I may go paint my nails. You know, that's my moment to just decompress. And then he may say, hey, listen, I'm gonna run to the store for a minute, (laughs) you know, just go for a drive alone. But being able to give each other that time when you do feel like you're becoming bogged down with everything like they can't do it all at once we need that we got to have that mental time or we'll drive ourselves crazy and then reflect it off on the other person so specific to this time period 
over the past 12 months at this point. Yeah. Yes. During the pandemic, we've been locked down a lot. Mm-hmm. And so there really hasn't been that big change of environment mm. or change of pace. And so it's really easy to just lock in, heads down, and just go for broke. Yes. But I would recommend for your mental state, mm-hmm. you need to schedule those breaks. Right. Schedule those walks outside the home. Mm-hmm. Figure something out that allows you to kind of relax a bit. And one thing our kids are actually good at making us do is turning off the phone. They'll say like, hey, can you put your phone down? We need to, you know, they want that that face-to-face yes. time. But yes. it, it helps because then it becomes the phone is down and those emails that are popping up or the phone calls, you just have to get back to it. So, yes. um, you know, just finding, like I said, finding those moments. Being that we have been in COVID for almost a year, you know, it's so crazy because I was thinking to myself, oh, wow, I got all this time to just, I can run all this stuff. I can do everything. Mm -hmm. And so I did have to start going out and getting fresh air because usually life was pulling me in different directions. Now we do have a lot of time. We do have to be very responsible with our time. So we were going to talk about Selvi's Love. Yes, Selvi's Love. Love. Uh Mm -hmm. Okay, so if this movie was on the Breakdown app, when I click under this, give me an idea of like, what am I going to be looking at? We'll tell you what we say you'll see, but then you tell us what you want to see because, hey, maybe we can make that happen. <laughs> so what you would see is chat room. So there are options, right? If you want to talk about Sylvie's Love, you choose it and other people who have watched it or are watching it are going to be talking about it. So let's say you want to specifically talk about the career, the way that, you know, Sylvie's career went throughout the whole movie, the different changes and the different course of it. Then there's a gallery to talk about that. So you all are talking and discussing what that means, what you think about it, what that meant to you, just whatever you want to talk about. But then also what we are aiming to do is we want the actors, the producers, the directors, the writers to also be available on a different channel of the app to say, this is what our intent was. We see it and we may think one thing, but the producer and the director said, I wanted you to see this. And so you're going to get that opportunity to hear from them but then also to just talk with your peers and whomever else is watching it. Absolutely. If you think about the arts, we all have our own interpretation about what we saw, what we heard, what we experienced. I always think about, well, what exactly did the creator of those works mean when they created this Mm -hmm. or that? What inspired them, right? So those are all the finer details that we're looking to uncover through the Breakdown app. Additionally, we want to provide a capability for these creators to be seen. We want to give that video streaming capability, give them the chance to build their audience, but also monetize at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And it's going to be perfect because I'm not going to say the picture, but I saw this picture and I really would like to know what this director was actually doing. What was the purpose of this picture? I know which picture you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. But I have a feeling I know what you're talking about based off of what people have said in various mediums. But see, that's the thing. The breakdown app, we'd all get to talk about it on one space. So instead of me seeing random comments on Twitter or a post on Instagram or what have you, we can just go there and talk about it. Because even though I haven't seen it, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're saying, Based off of those comments, I want to know, too. And it's going to be so interesting because I think sometimes 
the perspective that we get from these movies is really not what they were driving to bring home to us. So I think we, I mean, this is going to be great. It's great for the artists, but it's also great for us to even unfold the message that they really was trying to get to us that either we didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing about having conversations about the things, the art that you're consuming you may see it one way based off of your life experiences or, you know, a situation you may have been in that was similar or completely opposite, right? Mm -hmm. But then someone else comes to the table and they were looking at it through a completely different lens. And so now everybody's going back to look at it again, like, well, let me see if I see what they said, you know, like, oh, okay, I get it now. So um, yeah, that's the art of of conversation and being able to have those conversations. Okay, so lastly, before we leave and conclude this interview, tell us where the breakdown app, okay, when they launch, tell us the steps, where's the platform? So so we're in the early development stages now. We're looking to uh, launch in late April, early May, potentially, but we're looking to launch in the Google Play Store. We're looking to launch in the Apple stores as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely go to our website, thebreakdown.app, jump on our beta test list. Definitely keep abreast of of what we have coming out as far as new developments. Right. Because see, they're on on the website, again, thebreakdown.app. You're able to sign up to get that notification when it's dropping. So you know exactly when it's going to launch. And then we are on Instagram and Facebook. Thebreakdown.app is the, the profile name. So then that way you can follow along and just know when we're ready to say, go download. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining me. You know, I hope this was one of those first interviews. So when you go, you know, <laughs> and those other interviews, we can always replay this and say, well, they was here first on the girl. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, the girl goat saw the potential in us. That's early. right. Thank you. Thank you. And you saw something, girl, go to give give us your time. That's right. (laughs) Thank you so much. No, we really appreciate the opportunity. It's been fun. It has been. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, people, for joining us once again on the Girl Go podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you again on the next one.